Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3.5 of Studio C Sports. I'm Matt Hale, joined here by Luke Shronowski and Alex Krein. You're probably wondering why such a short episode. Well, we originally recorded the last podcast, which is going to be released at the same time as this podcast, on Sunday and four minutes after we were done recording, <laughs> we got the notification that Michael Kopech has been called up. Now, hopefully oh. you've listened to episode three and you know that for our White Sox talk, Michael Kopech being called up was kind of a big deal. So we're giving a little update on things. So Luke, you are a White Sox expert. How you feeling about hashtag Kopech day? It is about time man i have been waiting for this all season long started the year up in triple a i thought it would be sometime in like july maybe even june but better late than never a little bummed that the rain delay ended up cutting his outing short he ended up going two innings three hits 52 pitches which is pretty high 35 of those for strikes but four k's through two innings which is uh, pretty good his fastball had some heat Spin rate was high. The fastball had some nice movement, nice bite to it. But really, the individual performance he had today is secondary just to the fact that they're finally making these big moves. We've been hearing all season long watching the White Sox lose game after game after game about how well these prospects are doing in the minors, how we have all these prospects in these minor league all-star games. And this is the first time this season that we get to see a big name of them called up. And it was just really an exciting day to be a White Sox fan. I know you were pretty hyped. You had me texting you minute-by-minute updates on how the game was going. I know. I had class. I had a night class, my one night class of the week. I was hoping it would get rained out. But, hey, we're going to go to Eloy's call (laughs) We will be at Eloy Day. We will be at Eloy Day. Got to mark it on our calendar. Hell or high water. So, not to overshadow the importance of Kopech Day, but the Cubs with some news yesterday. First of all, they get Daniel Murphy from the Nationals for essentially nothing. It's a high A second baseman and a player to be named later or cash considerations. And I get it. Defensively, he sucks. And you'd be better sticking me out at second base. But he can hit the hell out of the ball. I'm... Mm. Hey, I watched him I, I watched him tonight during the game and there's a lot of plays where it's like, oh, Russell would have had that, Baez would have had you that. You make Schwarber you know? look like a gold glover out there. Ah, uh, I mean, <laughs> hey. So that was part 1. I think he's going to be helpful cuz the Cubs hitting has not been the best as of late, but tonight they are going off. David Bodie had a two-run homer in the 5th. I don't know who else scored, but the bats are finally alive again, and it's nice to see. And then on the sad side of things, you Darvish officially out for the rest of the season with a stress reaction. So that's not particularly great. I think the stat out there is for every pitch he threw, he made $30,000 this year, (laughs) technically. Went through like 40 innings, I think, right? Yeah, not what we were hoping for, but hopefully he does whatever he needs to do, gets all his stuff figured out, and comes back to spring training next year all ready to go. I don't know if that's going to happen. That might just be wishful thinking on my part, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. So, yeah. Alex, any thoughts on baseball? No. Okay. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, so... Moving on to stuff that Alex does talk about, the Bears mm. getting hit 
And this seems like an unfortunate trend that's happening year after year, and I know it's just minor stuff, but Bears injuries. It seems like every year, yeah, every year someone's getting hurt, yep. especially a high draft pick. He had a good like, So frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah. I don't think the Roquan injury is serious in its own. I think it's no. just the fact that the holdout and everything. All right, so basically what happened to Roquan is he left practice with left hamstring tightness. And in the words of Matt Nagy, right now he's hour to hour. So we're hoping he plays on Saturday. I'm doubtful. More than anything, I just want him to be ready for the first game, regular season game. I mean, at this point, I don't think anyone really cares about seeing him in the preseason. I mean, obviously it'd be nice. I would like to see him. Right. I think he needs some practice. How can you start him against the Packers week one if he hit, if all his preseason snaps are against some nobodies in week four? How can you possibly start him? I don't him? know if you can. You know? Yeah, I don't know if you can. I don't think it's you tough. do. I don't think you start him. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to. I mean, even if he plays the rest of the preseason games, which, what, there are two? I don't two think more, you can yeah. start him, especially the way Kwiatkowski has played. It just doesn't make any sense. He definitely can't make the calls either. No, not yet. I think we see him maybe take over middle of the season if he does, but not now. He's definitely going to be there in sub-packages. I know we touched on that a little bit in episode three, but he'll definitely be useful in more coverage schemes. But starting, I don't think he'll be there at week one, as much as I'd like to see him. I just want to see him a little bit before the regular season starts because for a rookie, that's really important, especially for a rookie inside linebacker that might be the you know future leader of the team later down the road if someone gets hurt, whatever. Right, and I mean, we saw kind of the same thing, if I'm remembering correctly, we saw kind of the same thing with Joey Bosa last year where he had the holdout and then he ended up getting a hamstring injury and then he went on to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. So Keep in mind, the positions they play are very different. The mental side of Joey Bosa's position is not exactly as taxing as Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith has to know what everyone's doing at all times. They just told Joey Bosa to go rush the passer. Right, and that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so next guy up on the injury block, Adam Shaheen. Not great. Not great. Um, well, it says that he has a right sprained foot. And then they're classifying it as a low ankle I think they're sprain. still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, those things can get kind of complicated. And unfortunately, like, the ankle foot area is definitely something that can linger throughout the seasons. I'm hoping they just give him some rest for the rest of the preseason. Looks like that's what they're going to do. Him and Deion Sims are both out also. Looks like they're just going to give him some rest for the rest of the preseason. Hopefully, he can get over it before the start of the regular season. The only thing that's concerning for me, and again, not to make a pattern out of nothing but didn't we kind of see this last year time to time with injuries where it started out as just like oh yeah his foot is just kind of weird it'll be fine whatever and then all of a sudden a week later oh his foot fell off just add you know white. like well <laughs> yeah i mean but Sad. hey hey i'm just saying i thought we moved on from that as a team maybe we have i don't think it's too awful i mean it's one of those things i bet you when week one rolls around it'll be like what 25 days almost removed from the injury they'll give them you know one of those shots magic shots they give the players before the game to make yeah uh, they'll give them a steroid steroid uh, not not steroids but they'll give them a steroid shot the pain numb it up a little bit the pain ones. And, uh, yeah. Well, they'll also give him steroids, but that's a <laughs> It's just how effective he'll be. Right. We're, yeah. not, we're not bar stool. We won't go there. <laughs> Anyways, 
Moving on to the last major injury for the Bears, Leonard Floyd has two broken fingers. Definitely an interesting one. He went down with what they called a hand injury, and then we found out later that he actually had a fracture in two of his fingers, and he just underwent surgery, but apparently he'll still be able to grab things and have full hand movement by, full. Uh, Pretty close. by the time the game starts. Well, not full, cl- close enough that he's going to be able to play with just a splint, so... Yeah. That's actually pretty good news coming from, I mean, I was pretty worried when I heard that he was going to get surgery, and then now hearing that he'll be able to play in week one, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, you see guys play on defense all the time with, like, a full club. Even if he so, has a full club, you know. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal, well, I don't think. And isn't it, like, historically the thing for linemen to just have, like, mingled fingers? I mean, yeah. it's that's just kind of how it goes with that position, yeah, even right. as much as yeah. they update things nowadays. I think back to, you know, you go to, like, a meet-and-greet with some player who played back in, like, the 80s or whatever, and their fingers are swollen and, like, going in different directions, and they'll still (laughs) shake your hand and they're like, oh, hi, how's it going? You know, so hopefully he'll be fine. I don't think it'll be that big in the end. Yeah, hands get caught in pads, hit helmets, face masks, whatever. It's just the nature of the uh, It really just highlights the desperate need we have at Edge, though. Yeah, how worried we are. I, I got so we have We have been so terrible without him. We're, we're struggling to find a good starter on the other side of him. Okay, any final Bears thoughts? Go Bears. Yeah, I mean, Deon, like I said, Deion Sims and Adam Shaheen are going to be out, so maybe we'll see a little bit more of Trey Burton next game, especially because it's the big one. So hopefully some good Trey Burton work. That'd be nice to see, although he did have a good game last week. Just continuing. A little bit smoother out of the offense. I see a little bit. And some Iggy. We did see some Iggy last week. He's pretty good. We did see some Iggy, yeah. He came back from a shoulder injury. Just want to see the offense be smoother. Iron out the kinks. I want to see James Daniels start. I'm getting tired of Eric Cush and Earl Watford. Mm-hmm. They're not starting quality players. James Daniels is, even if he's one of the youngest players in the NFL. So I have to reiterate, you're not high on Cush. We need one of those cricket soundtracks for that. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on to our last point of conversation, Urban Meyer, it was just announced that he will be suspended for three games. What are your guys' thoughts? Not enough. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like to think of myself as like a Big Ten fan. So on, on one hand, I don't like to see a team do bad, but if Urban Meyer did have a hand in he knew what was know, going on, covering this this whole if he if he had a hand in covering it up or whatever, and chose to not say anything about it, then yeah, I don't think three games. Is I think enough. that the uh, the least that I would have been happy with is one season suspension, and even then, I would have been like, man. But I think he should have been fired. These are just the kind of things that if you don't drop the hammer on him it's just going to keep happening like clearly you know he wasn't worried about losing his job this has been almost nine years in the making now since the first offense well i mean you have to imagine it's because he's urban meyer if this was some small school and some no-name coach no one would care he would be out of there but the fact that it's urban meyer i feel like has a lot to do with the fact that it's only three Oh, yeah, games. you're so right, but, you know, should it be that way? Of course not. And it goes back to the NCAA's hypocrisy, which is all Yeah, we talked about the players subject, getting but... suspended for shoes a couple weeks ago, and yeah. now this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Any final sports thoughts before we all go to bed? Hope everybody had a good Copac day. The uh, future is bright, <laughs> White Sox fans. Uh, Ooh, hang in there a little bit longer. <laughs> Just a little bit longer, fellas. A little bit longer. Yeah, I sent out the tweet from the 
official Studio C Sports account, by the way, if you want to follow us. That's at Studio C Sports on Twitter. Make sure to follow us, like all our stuff, comment, do all the fun interactions. I tweeted out, Michael Kopech called up, next stop, 2020 World Series. I could see it. I could him see and, it. Uh, him and Rodon for a one-two punch up there, lefty and a righty. Oof, wouldn't want to well, face I'm them. I'm saying get him, Rodon. Get a couple free agent pitchers. Yeah, there's in still there. guys down there too. Uh, you know, Dylan Cease and the other guy in the Eloy trade that people don't talk about as much because Eloy has been a monster. They they have the makings for what could be a pretty good rotation. You never know with arms. You know, if in the minors because they're pretty inconsistent when they get to the majors, but they just have so many of them. I find it hard to believe that they couldn't put together a pretty decent five man, four man rotation for the playoffs. So, Alex, any other baseball thoughts? Um. No. Okay. Well, you heard it. That's going to be a wrap for us. Thank you for listening to this short episode, episode 3.5 of the Studio C Sports Podcast. We will have a full episode 4 coming your way with all kinds of college and pro football, football action. Pro football and pro season football preview. Action. Basically, it's just going to be a lot of football. Big teaser. So, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a great time if you enjoy football. All right. Like I said, follow us at Studio C Sports on Twitter. Make sure to like the podcast, subscribe if you are not subscribed, and we will see you next time. For myself, Luke Stranowski, and Alex Krein, wish you all a happy rest of your day.